Welcome to The Foreign Object. I am your host, The New Ager, though, alongside my co-host, Walk With Jill on Twitter. Um, It's the go-home week. Money in the bank. Yeah, Money in the Bank is uh, right around the corner. Yeah. Um, I'm not that excited, to be honest. Why is that? I don't know. I don't think they... I don't think they did a good job for a go home show. Okay. Uh, I didn't hate this week, but I, I don't know. It wasn't. I don't know. No, yeah, this week was all right. Watching Raw. Um, I don't know if it's because I haven't watched Raw in quite some time, like actually watched it and paid attention. Um, or I don't know if it's just because the UK crowd was actually invested in the show. I don't even know if they were invested or if they were just making noise uh because they're from the uk make some noise yeah um so i don't know i thought it was pretty good though just watching um yeah before we it wasn't bad yeah before we talk about raw and smackdown though um talk about some outside of wwe stuff yeah um (laughs) start with Um, aew Right, the big today, news of the of the week. The big news of the week today. They officially announced that they will be on TNT. Yeah. Uh, there's no date yet announced of when that's gonna be, or what day of the week they will be on. But yeah, uh, TNT will broadcast professional wrestling for the first time since 2001. Yeah. Interesting. Um, are you one of those people that believe like history repeats itself? Yeah. I, I mean, I think if you know anything about history, you know that that is a hundred percent true. So do you think that there's an actual war a brewing as far um, as like something similar to the Monday night wars? I definitely, I would not predict that they'll go head to head. Like they will not go Monday nights. I okay. don't think for a few years. Okay. But, I mean, if you look at it all, you got a a promoter who I guess you could say is Cody Rhodes, backed by a billionaire or millionaire, whatever he is, I don't know exactly the numbers, who has no history in wrestling, uh-huh. being put on a network okay. that has once canceled wrestling from their broadcast because they didn't feel like it was you know, worthy of their time or that it was getting any viewers or whatever. Do you think in 2019 it's possible to have two different wrestling companies on cable television, like, successfully? Or do you think AEW basically would be successful being on cable television in 2019? Oh, when you have such ooh, a, such um, a big mainstream company like WWE I think in the forefront? Well... I don't know if I said this on the podcast. I definitely tweeted it. You know, the whole thing where, oh, WWE has this many views. This, you know, this are the ratings. The ratings are, I mean, WWE's ratings is the highest rating in television. Yeah. Still. But I think that's what a lot of people um, get confused. They, yeah. they like to say, I think when you have somebody that doesn't understand television ratings or anything like that, numbers in a business like that, um, they see that their ratings are dropping. Right. But compared to their own ratings. Right. Compared to everybody else, they're still the highest they're rated television still show. Still the highest rated television show 
hundred percent, but they are low in comparison to where they used to be. Yeah. And I don't think that has any fault with WWE, but with the fact that cable television is dying. The fact yeah. that AEW went to cable or went to a TV network really did surprise me. Uh, I have expected them to go into streaming. Yeah. Um, but that's just not the way they're going. I don't know if that's a smart move or not. I think the basic level thought process people will find it that they are now in competition. Um, they're not. They're not in competition well, no, until because they get a product on TV. Yeah, not only that, but they're levels behind right. uh, what WWE has right. done. And I think AEW fans, not that I hate on AEW because I am hoping for the best. I yeah. hope it will be competition. Well, yeah, I'm, to I'm make just excited. I'm I'm as excited to see what they're going to bring to TV, I guess. Right. Because they have potential to bring something we haven't seen on television as far as wrestling. Um, right. And I think once they start getting a product and they start seeing well, wait, our numbers aren't bigger than Vince's. Yeah. Then they're going to realize it's more of a cable television is dying problem than a yeah. the product is bad problem. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I'm excited to see what what type of show they put on, how it's filmed, um, right. if it's going to look like an indie show. Or if it's going to look anything like WCW. Or if it's gonna look like anything like uh, Lucha Underground, yeah, maybe because I, I feel like an upcoming wrestling company could take notes from that film in the style of an actual show, right? Um, um, I, I or think... is everything gonna be filmed on iPhone like all the promos they've been? Yeah, like being the elite, out. being the elite. Yeah, will, yeah. So I mean it. Not saying that that's bad either, because WWE's done it, right? Which they've strayed away from, I think. Right? Yeah, they they kind of experimented with it, and they kind of pushed a lot of it, and then now they're just doing it a little bit. Yeah. Well, I think one of the big reasons they did that is because they, I think it's no. I mean, it's obvious that we're in a social media day and age, right? Right. Yeah. So I think when you try to put out a product that's relatable, um, or I think they were trying to put out a product that's relatable, and a lot of the fans didn't like that, right? Yeah. Because we were so used to not having that. Yeah. Um, we're used to quality stuff. Yeah. So hopefully, um, AEW could bring that quality. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Um, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like wrestling fans are hypocrites, and I think AEW, once they reach television, will get big views maybe for the first two, three months, and then I think they're going to be like Lucha Underground where they kind of take a dive uh-huh. because the average wrestling fan only does stuff that revolves around WWE, Yeah, and they're going to think for a few weeks, a few months, Oh, AEW's competition for WWE, and then they're going to realize, I'd rather just watch WWE. Yeah, probably. Um, Another thing, like, surrounding all that is this uh, Holy Grail 
tape. Oh, right, yeah. Um, it was supposed to be. I don't know if they were supposed to debut that tape at Starcast. Yeah. So basically, what was gonna happen? They were gonna play the tape at Starcast, and then they were gonna have, I believe, Tom McGee and Bret Hart at Talk Starcast. Um. So yeah, that was that was the plans. So if you if you don't know what we're talking about, it's a tape of this man named Tom McGee. Um, had a tryout match against um Bret Hart back in the day in the WWE. This Tom McGee guy was supposed to kind of be the replacement for Hulk Hogan. Um, right. Hogan was kind of on the door out. Yeah. So Vince was looking for someone to replace Hogan. Uh, he found this guy named Tom McGee. You know, had him do some dark matches before he decided he was going to put him on television to fill in that spot. Um, and nothing really ever happened with him, but there was this talk. Right, he never even got to television. Yeah, no. Um, there was just talks about this tape of this match, and it was just lost. Nobody right. knew if it was, like, real. People were all, you know, going crazy. And it was kind of built up with the legend that, oh, man, this match, you know, you need your hands on. You need yeah. to get your eyes. You got to watch it. Um. So... That was supposed to be debuted or whatever. Like, they were supposed to show that at StarCast. And I don't know where this weekend. Um, sorry, I was adjusting my mic. Um, I don't know where this weekend I see a tweet from WWE saying that they're going to air the Holy Grail um, on on Monday after Raw. And that's what StarCast was supposed to do. Yeah. And, and it got a lot of people upset at WWE. Yeah. Saying that they were petty and yeah. all this stuff. Uh, the only thing I have to say about that is it's not StarCast match to air because no. it is WWF property. WWE property. Yeah. Um, What would have been more petty? Them to air their own match or them to make a lawsuit? Yeah. Exactly. Because they could have gone that route and been yeah. like, you guys can't show that. That's our yeah. We that's our product. Um so yeah, they did and they did like a little documentary on the network about it. That it was pretty cool because stuff like that doesn't really um come out. You know, like we're kind of um how do you say it? Like we get lucky when we get documentaries about stuff like that right yeah um so that that was pretty cool um what did you think of the match um is it the holy grail it wasn't the holy grail <laughs> <laughs> i think all the build-up of it was like this urban legend of this bret hart match versus the next star that yeah. ended up being well he's not the next star bret hart is so with that in mind you kind of think oh this has to be the greatest match ever then yeah um, it's definitely different from what, like, the style of wrestling that was going on during that oh, time. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, you have this big, you know, uh, muscular dude like everybody else that is signed to the WWE at the time. Right. You know, like, that image that everybody says Vince wants, like, the tall, uh, built, muscular dude, but then he's doing flips in the ring. Right. Um. And I was telling you, like, imagine if this guy would have been the next Hulk Hogan. 
like yeah. the face of the company. It would have shaped wrestling so yeah. differently. I mean, uh, like, I don't know, because I was comparing his build to John Cena. Yeah. I mean, you don't see John Cena doing flips like that. No. But if that guy had become the next Hulk Hogan, maybe we would have had to seen people like yeah. John Cena. Or do there flips. might not even be a John Cena. Right. There'd be, you know, we would have got Ricochet or well, no, I don't think AJ so Styles still. earlier. I don't think so still because the guy was still big. Oh, still yeah. Huge. So that, then there'd be an expectation that big guys yeah. have to do flips like that. Like, right. Like buff dudes. Um, But who knows? It might might have sped up the process for two hundred five live, uh, <laughs> maybe. Um. So yeah, I think the match was, it was cool. Um. But it wasn't like the best match. It ever. wasn't the best match like ever. But uh, maybe that's not what the Holy Grail means. No, I mean it's just. It, I it's don't know. One of still, one. It could have been a terrible match, and it would it would have still been a cool. It would have still been cool to me because it's this lost yeah. cape from forever ago with this great story to it. Yeah, still cool. Um, anything else outside of uh, what we need to talk about, um, or before we get to what we need to talk about? I mean, we could talk about Lars Sullivan. Okay, I guess. So I mean, <laughs> just the rundown he posted. I mean, there's been Reddit posts linking old posts of his that are sexist and and racist and uh, homophobic and whatnot. People brought attention to it, um, and they're a little mad because he's still getting pushed. Somebody pointed out, somewhat whatever. because he wasn't really he wasn't on Raw or SmackDown this week, right? Yes, he was, he was? on Raw. Get a backstage tape uh, interview thing. I don't remember seeing that. And he's been on live. Of, he's been on the whole tour. Oh, yeah, that's true. The whole time, you know. Uh, so Someone pointed out that in one of these old rants, he made fun of people with mental illnesses. And then the second he got called up to the main roster, he disappeared because of anxiety. Yeah. So that's a little uh, ironic. But, you know, it just starts the debate of, you know, WWE and the racism in it. Um, he's reportedly been fined $100,000 for it and been sent to sensitivity training, <laughs> uh, which to a lot of people still isn't enough. A lot Is of people want them. That one guy that they sent yeah, yeah, Bailey yeah. And, <laughs> and Sasha yeah. to? Yeah. Dr. Shelby. Yeah. Um. Yeah, a lot of people want more, and they want him to be fired. I would be fine with him just being removed from the position he's in right now, put him on main event for like a year and then restart. Hmm. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, part of me is like, get rid of the guy, like fire him. Right. Because then it allows other people to get away with stuff like that. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Because then you could be like, oh, well, What's the worst they could do? Just put me on main event for a year? Sure. Um, somebody actually asked Big E uh, his response about it, or his thoughts on it, and he actually did respond that, I mean, now that this information's out, Lars Sullivan is going to basically have to answer to a locker room full of the kinds of people 
he posted about. Yeah. So, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Lars is probably better off hanging out with all the old guys to do signings and stuff. Oh, and Hulk Hogan. Because they'd have, like, similar mindsets. The current locker room, oh, yeah. I feel like, is... Yeah, and maybe, I mean... Is I don't know. not the place for him. Maybe him being fired is too easy. And maybe with him staying on, maybe there's a possibility he'll be politicked to a terrible position and then he'll just drift into, you know, irrelevancy and then disappear from wrestling. I don't know. Who knows? Or or um be smartened up and not be an ignorant person anymore. Yeah, maybe. Like yeah. being around people that he once talked and like talked bad about and then realizing like oh like other people are good right cuz he's no Hulk Hogan age i mean he's not he he's he's still got a lot of years to live right. hogan's right. pretty close to the end there's no point of like <laughs> oh, trying man. to get him to change his mind about right. racism yeah that's true i mean maybe he can have Just he can let him learn a different perspective yeah because of the locker room being so diverse right the only thing about that, though, is I don't think that's or a possibility because... We could have Sonya Deville punch him in the face. I'd like that. On that television. Would that would be tight. Uh, I just don't see that as a possibility. Whoa. I don't see that as a possibility because of his statement he released, which oh. was a statement and not an apology yeah. at all. He was not sorry for anything. Um, but, yeah, it is what it is, I guess. Um, I don't know. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so Monday Night Raw now is what we were gonna talk about. Yeah. Oh, Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins are official. That's it. We can move <laughs> on now. <laughs> Who's the man in the relationship? Uh, Becky Lynch, the man, because <laughs> she has two belts. Yes. Yeah, uh, does. so that means the that's a um, what's what's it called? A power, power couple. couple. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in WWE, there's themselves. three titles in that relationship. Yeah. Three of the four big titles are in one relationship right now. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, they hold one and a half divisions alone. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, pretty not bad. Good. Not too bad. <laughs> Do you think they were seeing each other before they both became champions? Yes, because there's a picture of them backstage at mania after the main event kissing and that's the picture wwe themselves posted well what if they went backstage and were like you're champ i'm champ let's, let's make, make out, out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah maybe you know what i think you're right <laughs> and then they're oh, like no, no, no. we can take over the world because yeah, we maybe. we pretty much we're oh. almost there yeah maybe. seth just needs one more title and then they rule all oh of and that's what they're trying to do the raw after mania yeah. And then Vince got word that they were going to. Yeah, gonna, exactly. That Seth was going to, you know. And he said, not she- he sent Seamus and Cesaro out. Yeah. <laughs> nice. yeah that makes sense. <laughs> Great fantasy book. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, So, Raw started with Ms. TV, where we're, we're reminded of so much because, um,. As far as I'm concerned, the uh, rivalry b- between him and uh, between the Miz and Shane was kind of uninteresting after Mania, right? Um, I feel like a lot of people thought maybe that was supposed to be the end of it, which 
Do you feel that way or no? Um, no, no, I did not feel that way. So you don't think it that saga carried on too long? No, because it definitely started. I in, think if it goes past like past money, the, money bank, the bank, then it's too long. Maybe. Um, but but for sure, Miss TV definitely got me interested in it again. Just the promo he gave about it, um, about him and Shane and like him saying like he earned his respect, um, and everything he's gotten in in the WWE, he's earned. Right. Unlike Shane McMahon, he was born, um, into the business and born with the silver spoon and the silver spoon having to meet the steel cage. That was cool how he phrased all that. Um, and Roman Reigns was on Miz TV. Right. And and Roman kind of got him to do that promo, I guess. In kayfabe. Yeah. Um, I liked that. Yeah. Because it shows that, Miz could actually be a good babyface. Um, I think that's what yeah. they hinted at. Yeah, I think this babyface run has been his best. Yeah, I mean, out of three times that he's because been he's still but... he's still doing like the A list superstar thing like right. that. He's still the the Miz gimmick. He hasn't changed much. He's just doing it in a way that now the fans appreciate it and respect right. it. Right, and Roman kind of you know took a step back and was like, you're still the old Miz. Yeah. I'm here for the new Miz. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Um, Roman kind of getting some booze, but then his song hit, and then it switched real fast. So that was interesting. Yeah. The the England, the London crowd. Hello, England. That was how Paige said it. Uh, the England crowd was kind of warm towards Roman. Yeah. Uh, on Raw and SmackDown. I like that. Um, and so Miss TV went on. Um, one thing I didn't like is they kind of did the same thing on SmackDown and Raw. Yeah. I was going to Roman and Miss. I was going to bring that up and be like that as one of my points of. The wild card rule has potential for being very repetitive. Yeah. Because, I mean, the it was the same people as last week, right? The wild card? Um, Roman. Roman, Usos. Roman, Usos, and Sami Zayn were on SmackDown. Yeah. And That's the same that happened exact. last week. Well, Roman is on SmackDown. But oh, Roman yeah. to Raw was the same as last week. Oh, okay. Week. Okay. Um, and then I feel like somebody else. Oh. No. I don't remember who else. No, wasn't um Mojo Raleigh on SmackDown or something like that? No. Mojo Raleigh was on Raw. I don't remember. He's a Raw superstar. You see, this is that's where it gets kind of confusing. I think they brought it they they brought that in a little too early. Yeah. Because yeah. we don't really know who's even on Raw and SmackDown right. yet. We don't remember yeah. from the sh- like it's still hard to Yeah, it's still kind of fresh. Consider to Roman like, a SmackDown superstar and you know. Yeah. Yeah. But for the most part, a lot of it was repetition yeah all right so how about this i don't really like this um i don't like how we're going about this podcast right now okay after having the worst podcast of all time last week okay i wanted to do better this time 
right. So this is what we're going to do. You're going to read down the card for Money in the Bank. All right. And then if there's anything we have to go back to, like what we're talking about, Money in the Bank, if we had to go to Raw and SmackDown and talk about that, we'll do it that way. Okay. Um, What about the things that happened that aren't in relation to Money in the Bank? I can really only think of one. Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Okay. What did you think about that? Um, I loved it 100%. It was kind of in the right direction from what I thought they were going to go into. But I can't say that I predicted it because I don't know what the hell that was on my television. But it wasn't at all what I expected. But yeah. I liked it. Did you think it was he was just going to be just Bray Wyatt again with yeah, the apron abso- and stuff? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Similar. Um, I thought the same thing. And this whole, like, mask thing that he's wearing and even his attire being different, I like it. Like, this is, like, I feel like he's going to take this new character and it's basically going to be Bray Wyatt, but times 10. Yeah. Um, What a fake out. (laughs) What a fake out for the people who didn't expect it. Oh, like people that never watched wrestling in their lives? Yeah. And the people who are like, oh, they ruined Bray Wyatt's character. <laughs> okay. Or, I don't know South Park people yeah, are. Yeah. Or maybe potentially people who were like my kids has has a new favorite wrestler now. <laughs> oh yeah, that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. Um I don't know if you saw this. Somebody got a Firehouse a Firefly Funhouse tattoo oh, of the logo God. on their arm. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Uh little uh little weird gonna be a hard one in the future to explain to anybody who asks about it yeah okay so that person definitely wants to just part be part of a cult that's why they oh yeah that. for sure very susceptible to cults yeah um aside from that who knows when bray wyatt will actually uh what return or debut i don't know what someone this- said that he should debut or return in a feud against Lars Sullivan where he makes him pay for his sins. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I think I think Bray Wyatt's far from racist. Oh, yeah. I mean, well. <laughs> <laughs> he risked it all. He risked it all. <laughs> oh, anyways. Um, that's the only thing I could think of that happened that's not. Do you feel like um, Bray Wyatt's promos in those... Uh, Firefly Funhouse, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Do you think some of those were, like, referencing to, like, that? Like, him uh, having an affair? Um, Because he's, like, saying, like, he's been a bad person and he's changed. I don't know. Or I do think you think that, it's just... I think that has more to do with his character. Oh, okay. Sure. Um, something that's interesting, he said on Twitter... To understand what's going on the in, on in the Firefly Funhouse, that he had supposedly left hints in older promos. I don't think anybody's able to understand that yet. I definitely don't. I'd like to see if anybody could figure it out, or if they'll just play it out for us. I think that would be interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Split personality character, possibly. That'd be tight. Oh, speaking of split personality character, Nikki Cross. Oh, yeah. That's true. I actually had in my head while watching it, I want to mention this, and it's not going to be in 
Money in the Bank, so it's good to mention it now. At first, I was upset. Okay. She comes backstage, and she's like, So, Alexa Bliss, what's wrong? <laughs> what's the problem? <laughs> that was what's good. the problem? And then Alexa's, like, talking to her, and she's like, Nobody's even recognized me. I've been here for four weeks. Um, I was a little upset because I was like, oh, great. Yeah. They're going to Because they look her... like they scrapped her yeah, character completely. 100%. I was like, they. Uh, this was my mindset. They took one of the most interesting characters on the roster, on the female roster. Yeah. And they've made her just a boring superstar. Just like 30% Dana, of. Dana Brooke. The, well, don't say that. I like Dana Brooke. But yes. <laughs> And then they got her in the ring. She still wrestled the same. She still did all the crazy shit the same with her facial yeah. expressions. And yelling. And, and yelling. Everything. And after the match, when she helped Alexa, I liked it again. They're probably going to go with the split personality thing. Yeah. Or she's going to trick Alexa in some way. I don't think they'll scrap her character, and I really hope they don't. It's just, It's really good. Yeah. Because, I mean, it, it, I think if they were to do some type of split personality character or even, like, I was even thinking, oh, she did that to, um, what was the, what's the, what's the word? Um, I guess to, like, trick her into thinking she wanted to help, but really she just wanted to, like, be in the match. Yeah. Or something. You know, like. Yeah. If she were to do more of that, like tricking people into like thinking she's trying to help, but she's only trying to help herself more than anything, right? Um, I think that could be good too. Yeah, I think it could be real good, honestly. Um, but yeah, other that, than those, that reminds me another thing. Uh, Oscar and Kyrie Sane. Oh, they have a tag team. They have name. a tag team name. The what Kabuki ex- the experience. <laughs> the Kabuki, <laughs> the Kabuki <laughs> Warriors, or something like that. Um, a lot of people were talking shit about it on. Social media saying that it was racist. How dare WWE? They're racists. It was Asuka's idea. Because well, why isn't it racist when they called the Viking experience Viking experience? Exactly. And that goes back to our podcast talking about Yeah. <laughs> There's no Vikings on Twitter. That's why. Saying um, that's racist. But it was her idea because I guess whatever that word is, I won't butcher it anymore. It's like a theater form that comes from Japan where you're very extravagant and try to stand out and that's exactly what her ring gear is based on so twitter shut the fuck up nice <laughs> and yeah i think that's the only thing else i could think of that doesn't involve um money in the bank so okay, let's, then. let's get in the card then yeah uh let's get into kind of like the less important matches that being tony niece and aria davari versus what? Tony Nese versus Arya Davari for the Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, Tony Nese being the champion. Um, Tony Nese, I guess? I have no idea what's <laughs> going on in 205 Live. I find it interesting. I saw a tweet the other day saying 205 Live is the absolute example for WWE fans just bitching because they can bitch. Because they bitched about there not being a cruiserweight division and how when the cruiserweights were brought to Raw that they were lackluster. Yeah. That now 205 Live is such a great show 
but nobody watches it. Yeah. Interesting. Didn't make me want to watch it, but that's for other <laughs> I, reasons. I agree. I agree. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably Tony Nese. Um, Daniel Bryan and Rowan defending the SmackDown Tag Team titles against the Usos. Um, I want to say the Usos, but I don't think that's going to happen. Me neither, because they're Raw superstars. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so Rowan and Brian. Yeah, and that finally legitimizes them as a tag team. Yeah. I think we kind of forgot, like, that time period where we were like, why the hell are they friends? Like, yeah. but now... That's all kind of went past us, and now it makes it just them, feels yeah, like like legit, like they're legit, yeah. Um, but every time I see Rowan in a tag team, I get sad and miss the White family. They that's should name them say. the Recycling Experience. The Recycling Experience, yeah, that's pretty good. The uh, Conservation Experience, yeah. That's... The Earth Day Experience, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is pretty good. Um, Elias versus Roman Reigns. All right. This, uh, I'm going to go as far as saying this. Or I'm, uh, just forget what I just said. Okay. I'm going to agree <laughs> with what Roman said on Miz TV when he said that since Elias has been on WWE, he hasn't done anything. Yeah, I agree. Because in the moment, it may seem like we, in, not even may seem, we do enjoy having Elias around. Yeah. He hasn't done anything worth remembering in my opinion um i'd argue that uh, uh, tell me something he's done that's he got the biggest amount of heat in recent history with a song okay no 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 but i mean something worth mentioning that like actually did something you know for him story wise something for him because and stuff months after he had heat no matter where he went. Okay, yeah, but what good is that heat if he's not using it for uh, The fact that you put him against anyone and they're going to cheer the other guy? Big. Hello? Okay, okay. That's good, right? Okay, but he hasn't been up against anyone worth, you know, until now. Until now. And this okay. is where I will say this is going to, if they do something good with this rivalry, this will be his most important moment in the WWE. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I guess. I enjoyed his feud against Seth Rollins for the IC title. I, I thought that was good. Yeah, it was good, but it was not worth. I think it was. It, it kind of felt like just a filler moment. I don't know what's filler about twin brothers wrestling and fighting, but I don't know. I guess so. I just feel like everything he's done has been fillers to, like, distract us from better things. Um, I still disagree. <laughs> and this, we, this could still probably be a filler because it's not for anything other than... I mean, yeah, you can say that, but Roman Reigns is one of the biggest stars in yeah. well, the, WWE. Yeah, but what is this match for? Listen, pal, this is 2019. Not every match has to be for something. Not every feud and rivalry have to be for something. Should be. Not necessarily. But I think Roman wins. No. Um, uh, I think Elias wins. 
so they could have another match in Saudi Arabia now. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think Elias wins. Okay. Um, the Miz versus Shano in a steel cage match. Did you know? Of course you did, because I told you. George Mazanin broke a rib at WrestleMania. Yeah. Because Homeboy was not supposed to get into the ring. But because Shane McMahon told them before, just follow my lead. When Shane was saying, get in the ring, he was like, well, told me to follow his lead. I don't know why I did that voice for him. but Yeah, he's from got in, Cleveland. Not, I don't know the Cleveland. Not accent. Atlanta. Uh, he gets in the ring, takes a knee. He said he also was he, that he was the one that gave Shane the black eye. But I don't think that's true. I, didn't, I don't remember him swinging on Shane, did he? No, I don't think so. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. The black eye that he has till this day? Yeah. I don't he, think. Because what I was reading was an interview from him, and he said, Shane broke my rib, I gave him a black eye, and Mike had to get, like, five staples in his head. And, of course, he called him Mike and not. So then that was actually the best match of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because people got injured? Yeah, because wow. people actually put their bodies on the line. You can tell you grew up in the Attitude Era. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody so. got injured. It was a good match. Yeah. Um, steel cage match though. Um, yeah, I'm excited for this match. Just through the promo that was given on Miss TV, um, the whole like backstage brawls that they've been having, um, the bat the past few weeks. Uh, what else? Uh, Miz is always great in ring. Yeah. Uh, Shane could be a little bit dangerous when working with people. Um, I feel like. There's definitely, like, a lack of experience with him. For sure. And, I mean, um, age as well. Yeah. So, um, that's probably the only downside of it. Other than that, uh, the story's still great. Um, Miz is still mad that he put ha- that Shane put hands on his father. So, right. we could probably see... We've already seen at WrestleMania another side of him. Now, we could see that go even further because... Of him losing at WrestleMania. So, I mean, yeah, he has a lot to prove. Um, I'll be honest. I'm going to give it to Miz, though. I think the steel cage match is a good match concept-wise. But in recent years, I cannot think of a single steel cage match that I enjoyed. Well, I think, um, honestly, I think cage matches are made to kind of slow the pace of things. Yeah. Um. And I can it, only think of two steel cage matches that I ever enjoyed. And it's kind of uh, better for someone like Shane to be in there. Right. Because you could kind of just like, um, like, uh, what's the word? Like. Just it, cover up. Like. Uh, like. Uh, you could just like juice the idea of just throwing him towards the cage all the time. True. Milk that, it. Yeah, milk it. There we go. Yeah, juice it. <laughs> yeah, juice it. I was like, dude, there, there's like, I was thinking, all right, so instead of thinking milking a cow, you were thinking like squeezing, squeezing an orange. <laughs> Same concept. Same concept, sure. Different. Like um, nobody uses juicing. Right. Unless you're like Daniel Bryan. Daniel yeah. Bryan for sure, instead of says, instead of saying milk it, he probably says juice yeah. it. Yeah. Because he's a vegan. Um, the juicing experience. Yeah, the juicing experience. <laughs> no, that's just Dave Meltzer and any other 80s. Oh, man. 80s uh, <laughs> wrestlers. 
that he's probably a fan of. Oh my god. Um, that's true. And the mesh of the steel cage will always cover up all the botches. Yeah. Um, you said the Miz. I'll say the Miz also. Yeah. Did you say the Miz? Yeah, I did say the Miz. All right. Um, let's see. Samojo defending the U.S. title against Rey Mysterio. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, kind of excited, not for the match, but the storyline. Um, okay. They're bringing Dominic in to the story a lot. And this is the first time Ray said on WWE television that Dominic has been training and learning and all this stuff. So that makes me believe that Dominic will be debuting in the WWE soon. Um, I disagree with only being excited for the story. I'm also excited for the match because I feel like we were robbed at Mania because of his injury. Um, but yeah, seems like it's an interesting story. And how funny, whoever, whichever writer it was who threw in the joke that people have been making for weeks. Oh, the Dominic looks more like Samoa yeah. Joe than Rey Mysterio? Whichever writer snuck that in or pitched that line. Yeah. Give him a raise. Give them that's, a raise. That's good, but it's also funny because Rey Mysterio wears a mask. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we, don't really <laughs> we don't know what he looks <laughs> <Yeah>. like. <laughs> <laughs> they could be twins and we'd still be we saying would never know. that they don't look alike uh, <laughs> because he wears a mask. Yeah. Um, I think it is going to be a real good match. I don't. I don't think I – we're on different wavelengths of how involved we think Dominic's going to be. I think he's going to be involved with a couple punches at most, maybe like a 619, and that's it. Okay. Which, by the way, the tease of the 619 from Cesaro onto Ray on Raw was amazing. That was a great match. Yeah. Ray Mysterio is still the best luchador of all time. Don't at me. Whoa. Um – <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, but I think that's the extent of where Dominic will be involved, like maybe a 619, and that's it. No, I think he's definitely going to um, get some shit in. I think they, I don't know, probably a tag team match. Samoa Jones Cesaro <laughs> versus Ray and Dominic. Yeah, Um, but I think Ray's going to get the U.S. title because they're probably going to do like a big celebration gimmick with him and Dominic. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Um, did I pick a? You did, did not. Uh, I'm gonna go with Ray then. All right. Just because you you pointed that out. Yeah. Um, so we got two Money in the Bank matches here. Start with the men's first. Randy Orton, Andrade, Finn Balor, Ali, Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre. Ricochet, and replacing Braun Strowman after losing to him on Monday Night Raw, Sami Zayn. Yeah, all right. First, let's talk about the Sami Zayn thing. Um, I didn't like that he just shows up on SmackDown looking like he didn't go through all that the night before. Yeah. He he just showed up, and, you know, most guys back in the day would show up the next day with some tape around their arm or something. Right. Well, then again, he was wearing a hoodie. Yeah, but he was going full, true. like, that's true. you know? Well, climate's different in London. You recover faster, I think. Oh. Um, I don't like how little focus they put on that when he came to help Owen. Like, the commentary team didn't care. They yeah. just like, that's Sami Zayn, and that's it. That's the last person in the uh, 
what's the thing called? Money in the bank. Oh, the wild card. Yeah, they that's the last wild, yeah. last wild card rule Roll. person member. Yeah. Like what? Why? Why is that yeah. a thing? That <laughs> why you does to that say? matter more than the fact that Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens have history? Yeah, or that Sami Zayn just got his ass beat yesterday, right? And not selling it today. Yeah. Um. um do you feel like Braun is getting punished for something? I I know I hate when people say someone's no, 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 getting no. punished no, he's and they're on punished. TV every week, but. It's just we're getting the slowest burn of all time because of the fact that he's the monster among men and he should already be champion, but then right. that'd be boring. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Don't have to talk about that anymore. <laughs> you just that makes yeah. sense. All right. Um We're gonna look back at this and be like, Well, that was worth it and you were right. Yeah, yeah, probably. The Fatal Four Way match on SmackDown though, with the four SmackDown members, uh of the money in the bank. I love that. Um yeah. I like more people are um like they're expecting the RKO. Yes, that's true. I I forgot that I wanted to mention that, but the RKO out of nowhere is kind of getting to be like yeah. expected. Mm-hmm. But they still do tight RKOs cuz the the Ollie it was just so good. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, and I think because because people are expecting it now, it makes it that much better when it actually happens because then it's really out of nowhere. Yeah, and it's a lot more creative when yeah. it does happen. Because you're like, oh, there's a chance that he's not going to hit it opposed to before you like you would predict it like, oh, he's going to do an RKO right now because right. that person's going up to the top rope. Blah, blah, right, blah. yeah. Um. So, yeah. Um... Ricochet, wild card rule member. <laughs> uh, I feel like he should have sh- staved the springboard from the top rope onto the ladder for Money in the Bank. But he unhooked that briefcase, cursing himself. <laughs> okay. And I think, I'm giving my prediction right now, I think Andrade Sinamas is going to get it. I hope so. Me too. I really do. Yeah. There's ne- there's never a time that I usually make a prediction and it's like I predict this because I want it and because I think it's a realistic possibility, mm-hmm. but this is one of those times. I'm gonna go back on that. Um, I'm predicting Andrade because I want it to happen, but I think Drew McIntyre will win. <laughs> Ooh, man, uh, that, yeah. yeah, that would be, yeah, <laughs> actually, no, no, <laughs> yeah, no. um, yeah, I mean. And I feel like this is so repetitive, but it's like anybody in this ladder match can win it. And yeah, I would be okay for it, except for Randy Orton. Yeah, true. Um, I don't think Randy Orton will win it, though. And I don't think Finn will win it. I agree. For sure, neither of those will win it. And I don't think Ricochet will win it. Yeah, me neither. Um, all right. And then the woman's... Money in the Bank ladder match. Natalia, Dana Brooke, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Ember Moon, and Mella. I'm super hyped to see um, this match because Dana Brooke demonstrated some cool shit we ain't seen. Yeah. Just because we don't really see her that often. But right. she jumped off the top of the, uh, the ladder, which was cool. 
Yeah, and it shows so, that her character is no character. You know, her character of I belong here. I'll prove it. Um, but I've been saying for a minute, Dana Brooke is good in the ring. And, oh, yeah, she's good. Yeah. I think there just hasn't been much opportunity for her to demonstrate that. Yeah. And I'd like to see what she, how far she's willing to go in this match. Um, along with the other woman in this match, yeah. um, I'd like to see how far they're all willing to go or if it's just going to be a couple person, a couple of them, a couple people in this match that will be doing stuff like that. Yeah. Um, who knows? Yeah, I'd like to see what Naomi can do. Yeah. I feel like she was kind of under the radar in the Money in the Bank matches that she was in. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, Ember Moon could do some cool shit, I feel like. Oh, yeah, dude. If she were to hit that um, stunner from, like, a oh, ladder, oh, that'd, that'd be, be sick. Fucking crazy. Um, this is hard for me to predict, though. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the easy way to go is to say, like, Alexa Bliss or Carmella again. Right. Which would make them both if either of them won two times. No, that would make Carmella three times. <laughs> okay, calm down. No. <laughs> it would. <laughs> no. Carmella is a two time money in the bank. No, winner. absolutely not. <laughs> yes. No. She is, though. <laughs> well, technically, she didn't win it the first time. Technically, she which did. Which is why the second time had to happen. No, she's already a two times, so. No, no, no. That'd no, make no, her no, three no, times. No, 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 no. It would. Absolutely not. Um, I don't know, man. This is. Ah, I don't know. I'm. Um. All right, I'm gonna say either Natty or Bailey. Yeah. Um. I think it would do good for Bailey to get. You know, she kind of teased in promos like, "I left the hugs on Raw." I think that could be good for a character to get away from that. Because she'll have the money in the bank briefcase like hovering over the head of the champion. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Naomi. Oh, okay. I wouldn't be mad about that. Me neither. That's tight. <laughs> <laughs> um and then we got two women's championship matches. Yeah. We got Becky Lynch. Defending the Raw title against Lacey Evans, and then Becky Lynch defending the SmackDown title against Charlotte. Um, how'd you feel about that signing? Um, I, I, eh, it was okay, I guess. I more liked Lacey Evans' promo that was aired on SmackDown more than, uh, what she said on during the signing. Okay. Um. But I think the signing was tight just to see Becky on one side with both the titles. Yeah. And then both challengers on the other side. And just her getting jumped by both of them almost making you think, well, maybe she bit off more than she could chew here. Maybe. But also she showed that she could hang at the beginning of it. Right. Yeah. It kind of took a while for um, Lacey and Charlotte to get the upper hand. Yeah. So, I don't know. Could be interesting. Um, I will say that the whole Charlotte, I don't know. Charlotte's, like, reasoning behind stuff doesn't really make sense. Like, her being, saying that um, Becky is jealous and whatnot. Um, yeah, that's 
that's an old, you know, you could have used that at the beginning of this feud. Yeah. And it, w- and it made sense. But yeah. now, now it's like now her motivation should be: I did not lose a mania. That's yeah. all it should be. Mm-hmm. Because of the route they're taking it, I can't see why a lot of people are saying that this feels like just repetition. Yeah. Even though we've only seen them three times, maybe mm-hmm. facing each other at pay per views. Yeah, they should have gone the route of I never lost at mania. Yeah, and then it feels still fresh. Yeah, like it'd be a reason. Because I've, now that you're saying that, it makes sense. But while I was watching, I was like, it doesn't even make sense to have Charlotte right. and a lot of people, go for the title anymore. A lot of people, that's exactly what they think. Yeah. And they're like, well, it's played out. Charlotte gets everything handed to her in the character yeah. form. Mm-hmm. But it's like they made the mistake of making her motivation whatever it is yeah. that they're making it. Yeah, and then with Lacey, I think it's good, like what she's saying. Like, oh, the the title needs to be on a classy woman or yeah. whatever. I um, like that character, man. I don't. I do. I really do. I'm afraid that maybe there's some Lars Sullivan behind the character. I'm afraid that if <laughs> I, I like go the to the South, every woman will talk to me like that. I'd be okay And call with me that. a nasty. I'd be okay with that. I wouldn't. <laughs> I'd be like, where's the Southern hospitality? Um, I don't know. I, I like it for because it's food. kind of like the opposite of that, you know, the expectation. <laughs> sassy southern belle um i don't know if i read this right but i read online that she won the world title of one of the indie organizations that she was in. really yeah the world title I have no knowledge of this. and she did serve i checked that oh okay. from like seven weeks ago when we asked that question <laughs> cool um all right predictions i think becky will win both of them okay now I'm not scared yeah. to say that <laughs> because I already said it. Yeah, <laughs> but my, I, I was gonna say um, she'll probably lose the SmackDown title to Charlotte, and keep the Raw one, just so that um, she's just not on both shows anymore. Right. Um, um. Yeah. I think if she were to lose one of them, I'd like it to be that way. Lose yeah. it to Charlotte. Stan Raw with her power couple, yeah, partner, and that was another reason I thought like that would make sense because if they want to keep couples together, right? Um, yeah. Maybe the wild card rule all this time wasn't because Fox and USA are pushing for the brand split to be ended, but maybe it's to keep the couples the couples together. <laughs> yeah, no, that possibly make any sense though. Um. Yeah. Moving on. Let's if into... if Charlotte were to win the SmackDown Championship and Andrade wins the Money in the Bank, another power couple. That's true. With the potential to. Well, I mean, there's like have a, two titles involved. Yeah, there's a seventy percent outcome of you know winning the title with Money in the Bank. So yeah, so it's pretty high to face Kofi and then get the title from Kofi. Oh, those would be so good matches too, man. Oh, oh my yeah. Kofi God. versus Andrade would be started. great. Um. <laughs> There's so many Andrade matches that could be made still that haven't happened that could be amazing. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he I, I haven't even had enough of him versus Ray. Right. To yeah. be honest. We won't see it for a while anymore. Yeah. Unless it's under wild card rules. Um Seth Rollins defending the Universal title against Age of Styles. I will start with that the video package they put on Raw was amazing. Like the one including their 
like old, no, that it wasn't in the video package. No, um, it was old a video fashion. package kind of like showing them individually, like where they've come from, and kind of um, showing uh, what was it? Started with Seth Rollins and like showing how hard he's worked to get to where he was and all that stuff and like beating Brock Lesnar and then showing AJ coming from a different company and us thinking like oh he'd never be on the WWE type thing and then now he's here and kind of like killed it in Smackdown and now it's time for these two superstars to meet finally right yeah um it just if you watch it it gets you super hyped and excited. And it was just put together so well. Like, produced really well. Um, as far as, like, video editing and all that. It looked yeah. amazing. Um, which is, not to go back to, like, AEW and all that. It's going to be hard for another company to be on the production level of WWE. Yeah, I mean, because they've been doing it for years. Not even like not even any sport. I yeah, think yeah, yeah. has the well. That's what the, that's what that video package kind of reminded me of. Um, almost like an NFL, like it's Super Bowl time, right? And they put like highlights of the season, but even then, like there's not storyline like that in sports, right? So and that's what makes that's a lot what of makes, the package yeah. feel so good as yeah. well. And so much better than what an NBA Finals video package or a Super Bowl video package right. or a World Cup. Yeah. All AEW has is iMovie on the iPhone. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. And t-shirts. And <laughs> don't make that joke online anymore because the AEW. Oh, they finally got their cable deal. So they're yeah. like, so oh, the they're fans... just not a t-shirt company. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. now they're QVC. <laughs> they oh, could sell shirts man, on TV now. Good. That's that's all I know now. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Uh, yeah. Um, um, but back to the match, though. I like that they finally mentioned that this match has happened before. Blah, 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 whatever. I think they shouldn't have mentioned that. I think they should have. I, I like when they mentioned that. For what reason, that. though? Because it's been 15 years. Because it, it tells the story that they met 15 years ago, but they have not met since, and they're both completely different wrestlers. Yeah, but, I mean, if they were to mention that, they should they should have mentioned that at the very beginning. Sure, but they because forgot. <laughs> that's a pretty hard fact to forget, <laughs> to just be like, oh, you guys never met each other, and they just looked at each other and like, but it, nope, I mean, that's, never. That's, that's if they would have started though. with, like, when the shakeup happened, and then... Um, AJ gets to Raw, and then Seth goes, "Oh, I haven't, I haven't seen you in fifteen years, like I in the ring." That's a good place to start. And well, bring I mean, that it wasn't up. them that. It was yeah. just the first time they stepped foot in the ring together that it was Michael Cole saying, "These guys have never faced each other, ever, yeah. anywhere." Well, was the exact words anywhere? Well, why the fuck would they say that? Because Michael Cole does whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's a mark, and he knew that that was no. Alive. I I feel like I mean, when you're doing three hours of raw stuff, stuff slips the fact your mind. that that happened, and then later that night, there was there was a thing that came out that said the a video that came out where AJ Styles was saying that 
Seth Rollins is the future of wrestling. Right. Which, but that was old. That means but it's think, not hard to find. But I think if you're Michael Cole, and you gotta, it's not searching hard. your brain. Not to your brain. Out it's if not these two guys that, have ever met. It's not that hard. I'm pretty sure he knew that the, what was gonna happen on the on the on the shakeup. Sure. Right. Sure. He couldn't go to Google and type in Tyler Black versus AJ Styles no, to see if it existed. No, no, fuck Tyler Black. First of all. Second of all, watch. Formerly known as on the WWE Network. <laughs> yeah. It's a good uh, show. I don't know. It's just something that happened, but I'm glad they cleaned it up. And I like that they mentioned that they've only faced once before 15 years ago. I like it. That's it. Um, um it, I think it'd be better if they were like, had Seth Rollins come out and say, You once said I'd be the future of wrestling. Sure. But. And then he'd be like, look at me now. Look at me now. I am the present of wrestling. <laughs> that just doesn't I sound s- cool. <laughs> he could know. say, I am wrestling. That's, yeah, that's fair. But um, then. But then Becky Lynch comes out with both of her titles. And is like, well, actually. You could be wrestling, but I'm the man. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, damn. Know. Well, the W word is banned from WWE. So. Wrestling? Wrestling. Uh, anyways, I mean, so is champ. It's not right. Championship? No, no. no. You belt? can have belt. Oh yeah, belt. It's so not it's belt, but Becky it's two not, belts though, is here. But it's not. It was never banned. Champ, champ is. You champ, can't. Champ. You can say champ. You can't say champ, champ though. I heard that was banned. That's old. Uh, that's old terminology, and Vince doesn't want to sound think old. That. <laughs> oh. You can't okay. say ice cream because then everybody's gonna want the old wrestling ice cream. Ice cream bars. Yeah. Those are old. You can't say wrestling no more. But there's nothing I mean, wrong. You, you can't say ice cream on television. But there's nothing wrong with booking Undertaker versus Goldberg. Anyways, predictions for this match. Yeah, and then we'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, crap. We're an hour in. Jeez. So we might not get into that. Well, we got time to talk about that. You know, there's still time until that show. Yeah. But, um, I don't know who's going to win this match. I don't know. Uh, this one uh, really got my head... Turning, I think Seth. I'll predict Seth. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's a reason for AJ to win this one. Um, I mean, I think, I think you could go places with it. You know, I mean, you could, but what's the point? Because he's the man that built SmackDown Live, or whatever. Well, it's not does. SmackDown no more. So we got we got to get some some renovations going on here at Raw. Hi. I'm chipping Joanne Gaines. <laughs> True, possibly. Um, I'm gonna go with Seth Rollins, to be honest. Yeah. All right then. And then the last match on the card, WWE Championship, Kofi Kingston defends for the first time at a pay per view. Okay. Against. Ever Kevin. his first time ever, ever defending the, the WWE, WWE title, title at a pay per view. At a pay per view. 2019. Who would have thought anybody would have said those words? Uh, I still can't believe he's champion. I don't think anyone else. He's the last person to be able to say that, probably. Yeah. Um, what was the thing about him going to Ghana? Oh, he's gonna go to. He's did he is, did he go already, or is he going to? I don't know, but he's going. Uh, he hasn't been to Ghana in, I think, fifteen years or something like that. Um. And there's gonna be a film crew going with him. 
Yeah, he's going to meet with the president, right? Something like that. The Ghanaian president? Yeah. Someone important. Yeah. Um, As the champion. As the champion. As the WWE champion. The first ever African born, born champion. Yeah. Tight. Um, I don't know. I feel like Kofi's winning it. If they yeah. take it away this early. There will be riots. There will be riots. And it's not a no, if I don't Cena think so. loses, we or if I think Cena every, wins, we riot. I think it will be a real riot. I think everybody always says there's going to be riots for something, and it never happens. Yeah, no. It's more like it's going to be tweets. Yeah. I mean, even like even if he wins, you had you had the most hardcore wrestling fans saying that if Cena won, they would riot, and when he won, nothing happened. So yeah, no. I think Uh, that's just one of those popular signs. Like you could either show up with a what sign, or a if blank wins, we riot. Yeah. Um. But I yeah, Kofi gotta gotta keep it. I don't see any reason for them to. I mean, I guess they could be like, oh, you, you only won it because you had the New Day. And then maybe he has Possibly. to do this story where he builds it back up and wins it without them or something. But I don't know. Or maybe they need him to lose it so he could win it again and then lose it and then win it again. So that we could get to the point where we get to say the five-time <laughs> WWE <laughs> champion. Yeah, no. So you could have the same amount of world titles as as tag titles. Oh, I thought you were going right? to say Booker T. Yeah. How many times does five? Right, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think Booker actually has more than five world titles, but only five WCW world titles. That's a little random thought from random my mind. fact. I don't know if it's fa- No, for sure he has more than five world titles. For sure. So it's only five w- Okay. Never mind. <laughs> what? Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's about it for money in the bank. Yeah. Hopefully, I watch it. Hopefully. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, so, yeah. Um, this podcast is over. Hopefully, it was better than the last one. So, if you do want to let us know if it was better than the last one, you can tweet me at New Age Rizzo. You could tweet my co-host here at Walk with Geo on Twitter, um, or you could just tweet both of us at For an Object WP. Um, you can follow us, do all that good stuff. Um, if you made it this far, thanks. And that's about it. Any last things you want to say? Um, tweet us your predictions for Money in the Bank. Yeah. <laughs>